The following podcast contains adult language, profound stupidity, hardcore nudity, and drug references. Children should not be listening to it. Everybody else can fuck a buck or rock off. Nailed it. Hey everyone and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. My name is Papa Scotch and with me as always is Chumpslap. Yoo-hoo. Oh, there's Chumpslap. There he goes. And then on the other side of the table, there's the scientist. What's going on? Oh, you know, same old shit. Uh, let's go ahead and I'm going to deflect that question and send it right <laughs> over to you, scientist. What's going on with you? What have you been doing this week? Uh... I've been playing Rainbow Skies, and that's about it. What the hell is Rainbow Skies? It's just a strategy RPG type game you guys would hate. (laughs) Yeah. Not to call you out or anything, but I did see you playing something that started with the word donut. Uh, No, I did not, but... Or you you had to have. Or you got a trophy that was a donut related. (laughs) I saw the word donut and your name. There was definitely a donut. I downloaded involved. a game with donut in it, but I never played it. I haven't played it yet. Interesting. It, Why would it tell me that you downloaded a game? I have no idea. That's very strange. All right. Well, so you've been doing Rainbow Skies, yeah. and w- you've been watching anything fun? Uh, I've been no. <laughs> okay. I watched some Fringe, some Psych, some Love, Death, and Robots. Not a lot, but that's about it. Anime. One of those things? It's on Netflix. It's like an anthology. Dude, that was my thing. I was going to talk oh, yeah. about that. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it when we get the chump slap. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, we'll just table that till we get the chump slap. So, uh, chump slap, what have you been doing? <laughs> Dude, there's this show on Netflix called Love, Death, and Robots. Holy shit. What's that all about? <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing about it. Yeah, I know. I think someone didn't tell me about it. <laughs> Wait, is that the uh, the Fincher one? Yeah, yeah, it's like oh okay. Animated. I've heard of it, but I know nothing about it. Animated short sci-fi stories. Yeah, it's like eighteen different little. They could be six minutes long to like twenty-seven minutes long. Well, what do you what do you think so far? I think it's pretty fucking neat. I liked them. I only saw three of them so far, but yeah, they all like stand alone and they're independently good. That's pretty cool because. I mean, if one's not really, you know, your thing, you're not doing that great, it's over in like six minutes. Yeah, exactly. Before I even knew it, I was like, oh, uh, skip intro. The second one's the best one so far. With has three robots just walking around a, a wastelanded earth. Like, kind of like going on a teenage... <laughs> exp- yeah. It's pretty good. They're going to... Like, uh, Stand By Me, but with robots? They're going to like a... Fucking, what are they called? <laughs> An amusement park. But it's a city, post-apocalyptic city. And they're like all, they're just robots that go to these things. Do they like ride rides and stuff? It's more like a museum. Okay. It's pretty funny. It's pretty neat. What have you been up to? I feel like I'm a week behind you guys because I watched the Flat Earther documentary, the Behind the (laughs) Curve thing on Netflix. It was genius, wasn't it? We really, like, my, I didn't want to make fun of these people, although that would be very 
Most of them deserve to be deserved. Yes, yes. Um, but I finished the whole thing, and the only thing that really came to my mind was we really got to do something about mental health in America. <laughs> like, we really do. Ah, just when like, people are like, ah, I don't believe their science, I'll just make up other science. It's fine. Well, that's just stupidity. It's nothing to do with mental health. Well, well, I mean, there's, there's something wrong with them. If they're yeah, like, we have yeah. pictures from space of the Earth, and they're like, no, we don't. That's all fake, all of them. And it's like, well, what's the fuck? What's the point? Why would someone fake this? It's what is gained from keeping this a secret? They control you, then. Yeah. <laughs> I believe, scientists, you and I had a conversation about this. We were talking about conspiracies, and it all came back to, like, the government is controlling everyone and doing everything, and we're both like, yeah, they couldn't even figure out my fucking mail forward for, like, a month and a half. <laughs> yeah, they barely <laughs> you deliver think the mail. these people are, like, <laughs> taking over secretly the world? No, I don't, I don't buy it. Doesn't make sense. But uh, It's all back to that uh, South Park episode where they have a conspiracy about 9-11 and... Who shit in the urinal? About the gay piles? <laughs> it has the Hardy Boys in it. I don't remember exactly. Um, I got a clue. Oh, and they get the clues. Yeah. And someone yeah, shit in the urinal and they're trying to figure out who did it. I got it. Yeah. They find that big conspiracy that they faked 9-11 or something. And... Well, of course they did. Don't remember that one. Um, the other thing I've been doing was I started playing The Division 2. Oh, yeah? I bought it. I bought it because it takes place in D.C., and I thought it'd be fun to play through D.C., so I, I fired it up, and I got to be honest, this is, it's really good. Like, it's way better than I thought it would be. Did you fire up, like, story mode? Yeah, I'm just going through, doing, like, the main missions. I think I'm, like, level 8 right now, but uh, it's, it's, I guess these games are called loot shooters, because I always say it's a game like Destiny. Okay. But they're they're classified as loot shooters, so... This game is a rare loot shooter where I don't... Everything I do is either going to upgrading something or giving settlement resources or upgrade, you know, making my base more awesome. It doesn't feel like anything's wasting my time. Okay. Unlike Destiny where you'd go through like a 30-minute strike or whatever, go to get the loot and it's nothing good and you end up selling it anyway. Uh, so you're doing it for like things you need? Yeah. Well, there's anything you do, you get a reward, and you can do something with that reward. It may not be the thing, the drop you wanted, but it's something. It's like, well, I didn't get that, but you know, at least we did this, so yeah. it wasn't a waste of my so time. What's the end goal? Uh, the end goal of the game is to take back DC. Who but, owns uh, it? There's some <laughs> a bunch of gangs. <laughs> nice. Didn't you play? Did you play the Division One? No, I never did. Well, the whole story is... All, all right, let's start over. <laughs> all right, clap. No, I'm not, not going to get into it that much, but it's basically there was a virus that was released, and it killed a whole bunch of people, and the only ones left were like forming primitive gangs and taking over territory and stuff, and you're an agent, as they're called, who was like a person that was activated after the sort of viral apocalypse to restore order. So you're like post-apocalypse sheriff. That's what you are. But if there's all these gangs, why would they listen to the sheriff? Yeah, it doesn't. Is there a centralized form of law in this division world? No, I speak in bullets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, okay. That so either they f- they stop what they're doing or they get dead. 
That's how this game works. Mostly, you're. if we really want to pull back a little bit and look at this game, you're essentially killing people that are just trying to survive. Yeah. Do you flash a badge before you shoot them? Oh, heck no. You surprise them. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a drone or a turret at them. Get them good and quick. But uh, sometimes they're doing bad stuff, like public executions. Sometimes they're just walking around, well, and you got to take care of them. You say they're doing bad stuff, but then you publicly execute them. While they're doing a public execution. <laughs> yeah. well, somebody's I'm the good them, guy. Right? How do I know they're not the good guys? You know the dudes that wear like buy bulletproof vests and have all this tactical shit like they're actually going to go to war? Those Losers? guys? Losers, yeah. This is their like dream scenario. <laughs> And it's it's kind of strange, you know, but uh, games fun. You know yeah. what always confused me? They always say like save gold because that's the only thing that'll be worth it. Well, why would people trade anything for gold in a post apocalyptic world? That's a great point. Wouldn't they trade for like resources? Yeah, like well, yeah. Oh, oh, you have food. Give me some gold and I'll give it to you. Then what well, are you going to do with the gold? I'm sure there's still fucking idiots. So there's people who be like, oh, give me gold. <laughs> I need gold. I think it, if it's value to someone, they'll trade for it. But at the same time, it's like, well, it's useless. It's useless. Yeah. It unless you're making electronics, you know, and maybe you need some gold or diamonds or something like that. But I think you're gonna be missing a lot of other things besides gold. It's a good point. Maybe that's all you need is gold, though. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe you need a new grill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. There's not going to be dentists. Teeth are going to fall out. Yeah, exactly. We need to replace them. Well, there'll be less sugary foods and drinks, too, so. <laughs> yeah, and probably the life expectancy will go way down. Yeah. So you'll be dead, like, before you need new teeth, right? Well, let's explain to everyone how a virus could kill everybody again, because this will be the fourth time we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so is the whole world dead, or is it just, like, D.C. area? It started in New York. That was the first game, and it was only New York. That was, no, that was Parasite then, Eve. <laughs> that was Parasite. Parasite Eve was the virus, and then the division was the cleanup of the virus. And apparently, your uh, cleanup didn't go great because it moved to the rest of the country and it took over DC in this one. Oh, so you fucked up? Yeah, pretty much. How did it get out of New York? Did they explain that? Walked. How it didn't know? Just that it was uh, released by a guy who put it on as many like as much currency as they could. And send it out like during Black Friday shopping. That's how it spread so insanely quick. Oh, that's pretty smart. Don't they do that in a show too? Might be another the fringe episode. Show? Oh, probably. Everyone's just copying off fringe. Yeah, these that's, days. it's all it all started with fringe. Or X Files. Maybe it was an X Files episode. Could have been. Who knows? I uh, also went to a concert last night. I saw I, I say the- insane clown posse. No. Do you have a guess jump slap while we're at it? <laughs> no, I have no idea. Uh, it was the Interrupters who were pretty decent, and right. I'd never heard much of them, but they were good. And uh, Masked Intruder was a lot of fun. Masked Intruder plays the same exact set every time you see him, though. Yeah, and but it was the first time I saw him. Oh, really? So now I don't have to see him again. Yeah, because I've seen him like 10 times, and every, every one has been exactly the same. Never heard of neither of them. <laughs> Sorry. That's a double <laughs> negative. That means you heard of both of them. I ain't never heard nothing. Nowhere. Oh, boy. What else has been going on this week? Uh, Sekiro will be out soon. I don't know if Chump Slap's going to play that, but... I think I might. I need to play a game. It it looks just like Neo, Nio. It's supposed to be tougher, too, and better, because Neo didn't look too good, but... It wasn't bad. 
I heard good things about Neo. People are trying to get me to play that. It's you would right. hate it. You never played any of the Souls games, did you? No, I did not. Because I would have broken controllers. Yeah. Well, this isn't a Souls game. Uh, it's sort of like it's a From Software game. It's not a Souls game. It's exactly like a it's Souls not game. A Souls game. Except it's ninjas. It's not a Souls game. <laughs> <laughs> Is the the subtitle Shadows Die Twice? Yes. Yeah. Is that a horrible translation, or how did they come to that? Because that doesn't make sense at all. Well, you have to play a Souls game, and then maybe it'll make sense. Okay. It's fine. not a Souls game, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it's called that. I assume it's like becoming hollow, and maybe shadows are that, and then I don't know. Because you can keep dying over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, let us know how it goes. If he does it. If you do it, of course. Yes. Yeah, got a while yet. Couple days. Couple days, yeah, I think. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about uh PlayStation 2 classic. I have a feeling we should start saying something else besides classic, because everything's a classic. Yeah, they are all classics. All, yeah. Well, we didn't pick non-classics yet. Well, I'm pretty sure wet wasn't, but that was classic. <laughs> you never even heard of it. <laughs> But the, the fact that we're mentioning it and talking about it elevates it. Oh, all our fans will status. spread word about it. Yeah. Well, now it's automatically classic. Exactly. That's why this is. That's why Sly Cooper is now a classic. <laughs> it is. It was released September twenty third, two thousand two, for the Ooh. PlayStation two by Sucker Punch Productions, who made and infamous it's a, games. That was one year and two weeks after nine eleven. Yeah, just uh, just after. I uh, What were you doing in 2002, scientist? I was doing scientist stuff at college. Nice. You're still Getting college? a degree, yeah. I was dropping out in 2002. <laughs> <laughs> I was working was on my the... second degree. Nice. At a boy scientist. No, I really. had just graduated high school and was like a month into my freshman year of college. Nice. Did you play this one? I I didn't play it when it came out, but I remember playing it when it got re-released for PlayStation 3. Yeah, I played it the second time. I didn't play it the first time. Never played it. I couldn't find a credited writer. It is a third-person platformer adventure type game. Stealth Uh, action, sort of. Yeah, a lot of stealth elements. It kind of reminds me of like Crash Bandicoot a little bit. With Batman mixed in there. Yeah, sort of. Actually, there was, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So uh, whose pick was this? This was you, scientist, right? Why don't you give us a quick rundown of the story here? Uh, You're Sly Cooper, and you're trying to get your family heirloom back. What is a Sly Cooper? (laughs) (laughs) You're an anthropomorphic raccoon. Oh, there we go. That's basically the gist. No, that's pretty much it, yeah. Uh, There's also the fact that you are a descendant of a family of thieves. The Coopers. The huge Cooper clan. Yeah. Which uh, they all have very interesting names, and we'll get there eventually. <laughs> when I first saw, like, read through the plot description and stuff, it was pretty. It seemed pretty simple. It but is. now that I watched like the cutscenes and everything, I have a lot to discuss about this game. <laughs> uh, uh, one of the most things is the the racism and speciesism and every every kind of bigotry is in this. Pretty good, dude. There and sexism. There's a yeah. lot of that. Oh too. yeah, it's very sexist. But, Newspaper, at yeah. least. <laughs> yes, we're all thinking of the exact same thing. Actually. There was one time when Cooper's talking to Carmelita and she says, shut up, ringtail. I was like, whoa. (laughs) That's pretty much the (laughs) N-word. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what that that means, but I'm offended. 
<laughs> yeah, it's all about the tone, right? Yeah. What are we supposed to infer from that? Yeah. I... It's supposed to be hurtful. <laughs> start us off, scientists. Where do we begin? Well, we start in France. Start in Paris, right? You know, Paris is in France. Paris, France, 4.20 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> I noticed that, too. The second I saw that, I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah, like, seriously. But uh, you're trying to break into the police station. I don't know if it's like some type of Interpol thing, maybe. And uh, get a file on the Fiendish Five. I thought you were stealing your file in the beginning. No, you're trying to get the location of the Fiendish Five. Well, then how come when you steal the file, when you steal the file from her safe, you take it out in a folder, and the folder has a picture of your face on it? Maybe it has both of them. But you were there for the Fiendish Five. Okay, yeah, because when you're running away, after you grab the folder, you say something to her like, you've had this long enough. Oh, maybe you took both, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's just very convenient that those two files you needed were in the same safe. But, yeah, you know, we'll let that go. It's a cartoon. Yeah. We'll let that go. They don't have computers either, apparently. Like, there's no backups. Well, <laughs> it's only hard copies at this place. <laughs> this is 2002. They didn't. It was a different time. We didn't have uh, mainframes. Yeah. Bullshit. Bentley would. Well, you're also introduced to Bentley and Murray in the beginning. Yeah. And Carmelita. And Bentley and Murray were your bros from the orphanage. Yes, you find that out in where they met them. But okay, well, uh, let's let's keep it going. What happens at the uh, the police HQ? You steal the file, and then what? You escape. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, Carmelita chases you down, and you escape and drive away, and she's all huffy. <laughs> and then it cuts to a scene where they tell the story of the Coopers. Which Carmelita getting huffy is going to be a constant yeah. theme of this game. It's a very racist Latin stereotype thrown into her. This all happens before the beginning of the credits even, right? Yeah, this, then it goes into the origin story after that. Right. It's basically like the tutorial. Let's talk about that real quick. Because it's kind of framed, at, it feels like a serial. Like a Saturday morning cartoon or stuff. It's like... Sly Cooper in the, well, that's called the Thievius Raccoonus, but every chapter where he goes to a different place to get one of the Fiendish Five is called something else, like Tide of Terror. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like. Sunset, which I, I enjoyed that. I, th I thought that was a neat little. No, I liked how it was done. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like old timey. Yeah. Cereals. <laughs> I also liked that it was like fourth wall breaking and stuff when he's like, oh, I can see those sparkles. And then Bentley tells him, oh, the sparkles mean you can do this. Hit the circle button. They don't tell you to like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which. Uh, I like that part. I like how. Uh, I thought it was pretty neat for the time because I don't know any other games doing this, but right when you start and it has the Paris 420 AM, blaze it. Uh, there's. <laughs> that's like the menu to the game. And as soon as you hit enter, you just go right into it. Like you're. That's where the game starts. There's no like loading screen. There's no nothing. It's just right into the game, which you, you don't. You still don't see that too terribly often, but it's very neat. Sometimes. Especially yeah. for the time. God of War does it. That's true. It does. That was after this. It took inspiration from Sly Cooper. Obviously. And they even explain, like, uh, when they're like, you can, the, when they break the fourth wall and they have the blue areas where you can do spy shit, mas the, I think the line was, Master Thieves can see unexplainable spy auras. <laughs> yeah. And I, I wrote in my notes, because I was going, like, chronologically, I guess there's some mysticism. 
And then we get to the voodoo priestess, but we'll get there. Because that's also... There's... I don't know if it's racist, <laughs> but it involves some race talk. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that kind of stuff in the background here. I don't know if you could release this game today. Probably not. No, you'd have to tone it. At least the fucking newspaper articles. Jesus, you'd have to tone those. <laughs> yeah, down. oh, yeah. You might be able to get away with some tone change. But anyway, anyway, moving <laughs> on. I don't want to. I don't want to harp too much on Paris when he steals files and leaves. Yeah, that's all there is. And then after you steal the files, it goes to a nice cutscene explaining the histories of the Coopers and what happened to him when he was a child and growing up in the orphanage. And what happened to his parents? Well, when he was a child, the day he was supposed to inherit, inherit maybe I don't know when he was going to be given the Thievius Raccoonus, which has all the knowledge of all his ancestors and thievery specialties. They uh. The Fiendish Five breaks in and kills them in front of you, which is a very down note for this cartoon, and steals the Thievius Raccoonus and split it up among them. It gets very dark very quickly. Does it show how they killed your father? No, they just show your face of Sly Cooper's face. Yeah. And then, what do they ever show what happens to your mom? No. Is he his single father raising, <laughs> raising you? Maybe they kill I both. I guess so. It seemed, I don't know. It seemed like a little... Because I was like, what happened? Did they kill his parents or just his well, dad? he becomes an orphan, so I guess his parents, both of his parents are dead. Yeah, but I want to know. What happened to his mom? Maybe his mom died in childbirth? I don't... Who knows? Maybe they answer that in one of the sequels. Yeah, they might. Possibly. We'll have to leave that stone unturned for now. <laughs> <laughs> I do not believe they mention anything about his mother. Yeah. It's knowledge. Yeah. Could other does this like only raccoons can do this shit? Like you, <laughs> you have to be a master spy to do it, right? Thief. Master thief, yeah. Well, maybe raccoons are the best thieves? I don't know. That seems very specious too, but well, I just want to know why these why these Now it's now I'm getting it. Yeah. <laughs> why do these other animals want the book at all then? I assume they took this knowledge and then because they all become thieves anyway. Thieves. Yeah, they all are I guess they already were master thieves. Of some sort. There's like an interesting dynamic here because in the world of the game, Sly is the good guy. But he's a thief that's like steals. a Robin Hood. Well, yeah, he steals from criminals. Right, he doesn't steal from ordinary people, but I mean... He also steals from police, but... <laughs> right, there's... I, he seems very uh, up his own ass with his belief system. <laughs> <laughs> right, like he's still a thief. Yeah, but he's so self-righteous about it. Yeah, he's very self-righteous. He's like, no, I, that's beneath me. I'm a good master thief. It's like, well, <laughs> Dexter only killed the good people too, or the bad people too. He was still a serial killer. Yeah, he's not saying he's not a thief. But there's a huge difference between thieves and serial killers. Yeah. Well, yeah, but... He's not from know. a line of serial killing family. <laughs> no, but... That'd be a good game. Yeah, it would. All right. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll yield to this one. We'll move on. Uh, well, no. You can keep coming up with your point. I was just... I mean, he never says he's like... He's not a good guy. Like, he has a moral code, but he's still a thief. Yeah. And Murray and Bentley 
who were his friends in the orphanage growing up, they just kind of went along with this. Like, yeah, we'll help you do all your crimes. Yeah. We got nothing else going on, I guess. Well, I guess, yeah, they're all in an orphanage. Yeah, what else are they going to do? I mean, their future prospects aren't great. Yeah, but then fucking... They, when, don't, have, they don't have parents who will pay for them to go to college. When Sly introduces Murray, he says, this is Murray, <laughs> my part-time driver, full-time burden. <laughs> like, what the fuck? He's not very bright. He's a good driver. <laughs> yes, he he's excellent at driving, from what we gathered. But uh, there's also two different times in the game where he gets distracted by snacks and has to race people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. It happens twice. That's true. But yeah, you also meet his other friend, Bentley, which is a turtle hacker. Oh, Bentley's got a fucking attitude with him, too. Oh, yeah. He's... <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> he sure does. And apparently, too, in the lore of this story, they're all 18 years old. I they all know. just get out of the... That's old for a raccoon, I would think. Well, that's a question <laughs> for this universe. Does everyone age at like the same rate, or is like 18 a old-ass... Raccoon and a super young tortoise. You know how does? <laughs> yeah, or maybe they just age like humans and eighteens. Yeah, I don't know. Just finished puberty. That's got to be a bummer. And they seem really good at being spies if they're just eighteen, or at yeah. being thieves. I should. Well, say. they've been practicing the whole time in the orphanage, I guess. Well, yeah, he grew up. His dad was probably teaching him before he got killed. Right. Yeah, you can't just get the thievious raccoons to become a spy. You got to be prepared beforehand. Yeah, right. And the thing about this part, though, so their their whole goal is to avenge their father, kill the guys. Well, Sly's father. Sly's father, kill or get the the thievious five or the fiendish five arrested. So it's essentially the story of every kung fu movie you've ever seen, right? I've never seen a kung fu movie. You've never seen any kung fu movies ever. I can't. You've never seen The Last Dragon? No. Get the fuck. All right, well, here's your education. <laughs> Why do we do on a fucking podcast with this guy? <laughs> I bring something you two don't have. <laughs> it's not kung fu movies obviously, but it's every every kung fu movie is a family member dies and the younger family member goes out for revenge. That's every kung fu movie. And uh, yes, I am I broadly generalizing, but I'm not that far off. Yeah, fair enough. Well, the thing that Really bothered me, though, about this possible kung fu movie is every time Sly steals something, he leaves his little raccoon calling card. <laughs> well, yeah. he's already a famous thief by this time because Carmelita's chasing him, so he has to have done some other things beforehand. Right. Yeah, because she does say, what, are you here to return the Firestone of India? Yeah. <laughs> when she first runs into him. I thought that was weird. She, she's been on him for a while. Or, like, they have a rapport. They're not just like yeah. silently stalking him, trying to arrest him. Like they've met and spoken before. He sort of reminded me of Despero from Psych. It kind of reminds me of Carmen Sandiego and the Chief. <laughs> <laughs> That's an even better one. Right? That's pretty good. The uh, calling card reminded me of the Wet Bandits from Home Alone. Yeah. So, all right, so we all have different things that are reminded us of. <laughs> we're all shaped by our pop culture influences, and ours were all very different, apparently. <laughs> but uh, So we're, we got the location of the Fiendish Five, and we're on our way. Where do we go first? The first place we go is to the Welsh Triangle to find Sir Raleigh the Frog. It's just an island. Yeah, in the Welsh Triangle. Is that an actual I guess term? it's like a Bermuda Triangle. I don't know. 
Yeah, was that a real place? Wales is. Well, the, the Welsh Triangle. Uh, well, at the end, well, don't want to jump too far ahead whoa, of the story. Whoa, whoa. But I just assumed it was like a Bermuda Triangle just in Wales, around Wales. Okay. When you get there, he's just like floating on a ship? Yeah, well, he's a, a machinist pirate. A machinist pirate. Yeah, that's this is the part I don't understand. Because he, like we said, the Fiendish Five, they split up the book five ways. And each took like a section. Which I have a problem with, but we'll get to that later. Now, <laughs> every, why didn't they just make copies and give them to him? Yeah. Well, there's that, but wouldn't it benefit all of them if they learned all the knowledge from the book and they were equal? You know, like what if they just ripped out yeah. pages apparently and just handed them like, what if you get the shit once? Like, oh, I can yeah, always find my fucking like car fucking... keys like or something like oh, that. Oh, this is just the references page. <laughs> <laughs> this is the work cited. This is all this is. The footnotes. <laughs> I just assume they took with what their specific thieving specialty was. They took that kind of knowledge that would help them. I don't know. But it, it would have made more sense to share it all. But the, because you're going around unlocking these safes to get pages. And when doing that, you learn a skill. For those of you listening at home that have no idea what this game is. But... Those skills are not being used by the people you're attacking, the Fiendish Five. Like, you learn how no. to jump on, like, a light pole or, like, a small area. And become invisible and shit. Become invisible. No one uses that. That seems like it would have been a pretty handy one, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, the book is just for raccoons, right? Well, I guess. I assumed it had knowledge that everybody would use. Why else would they steal it? Unless they just want to keep it out of Cooper's hands. Yeah, it's just like, fuck you, man. I mean, you would think that if there's a whole family lineage going back hundreds of years that just screwed up the lives of bad guys, if you're a bad guy, you'd want to stop it, right? That, that that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Maybe that's why they're finally becoming this big bad guy group now. Right, and I was thinking, too, that it's possible that they, when they stole the book, they thought those skills would adapt to them. If no one's ever seen it, how would they know that it's like only for raccoons? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. If that's the case. That totally makes sense the most sense it makes sense but they don't explain it like we're just trying to put the pieces together i guess they didn't feel that was important enough to say but you know yeah but why do they keep these choice. just pages and fucking safes <laughs> i guess yeah because as far as they know the coopers are all dead right well they know kids alive yeah they they left them alive when they killed his father then if you couldn't use the pages why wouldn't you just destroy them yeah that's what i'm saying Interesting. Maybe they were using them. Maybe they were holding them like ransom. Maybe they thought he'd get money and try to buy them or something. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. They're kind of jerks. Like I don't. Th- I don't even know if they thought that far ahead. Ro- Sir Riley, in his backstory. Raleigh. Raleigh sorry, Sir Raleigh. To Raleigh in his backstory, like he just tried pirating and kind of liked it. Right, so he made a a storm machine that would like crash ships, so he could then go pirate them, which is kind of like the la- that's lame. That's a lame pirating. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want him to do? Run up with boats and shoot everybody on the, pl- the boat and take it? Well, that's fucking pirating, isn't it? Like this is salvaging. Like what is that? What he made the weather thing just to crash ships? Yeah, crash ships. Because yeah. they say, "Oh, the raining never stops," and then Sly says that explains all the wrecked ships, and I was like. What? <laughs> just because it rains? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. 
Yeah, that I fi- I think they figured out how to pilot those in rain, right? Yeah, you'd like think 400 so. years ago. But what do I know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this it was a it was an efficient way of not losing men every time you were talking about a ship. I would guess. Yeah, I didn't say it wasn't smart. I just thought it was really lame. <laughs> yeah, that, if like if you grew up and you wanted to be a pirate, that's not what you do. No, you're like swinging across a rope with a knife in your mouth. And well, I yeah, mean, you also monkeys. built a a weather machine. You could do a lot cooler things with a weather machine than crash yeah. ships. <laughs> that's true. Why wouldn't you just hold? Wasn't that the plot of that uh, Avengers Geostorm? Movie? Oh, Geostorm. <laughs> what movie? The Geostorm. Avengers, the uh, the one with Uma Thurman. Oh, oh wow! Oh, that's not even close to what I was thinking about. Oh, yeah. I was like, that was Ultron. No, that's well, uh, fair. The original Avengers movie, the, the one that was based the on 70s? the comic or whatever, from like the forties. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say based on the comic. Oh, like the Avengers, <laughs> <laughs> the other one. <laughs> So there is also the interesting moment in this world where he has to steal all seven of the treasure keys and then get shot out of a cannon. <laughs> that's the only way to get to the blimp. Yeah, he's right. like, fuck yeah, I want to do that. Which, I think that's where I'd bail on the plan. What, getting shot out of a cannon? Yeah, because is that cannon designed for shooting people? It's. It seems it like it was the cannon? obvious only way to get there. So everybody who's like, I'm going to go down and salvage a ship. How are you going to bring all that stuff? Just fucking shoot it on the cannon up here. It'll be fine. Yeah. How else would you get up to the ship? That's the that, that's yeah, what we learned. It just makes sense. So you guys are totally <laughs> fine with that. All no, right. I'm not fine with it, but. Well, in this world, yeah. I'd, I'd imagine it's the only way a thief could get to the boat, the blimp. Yeah, it seems like a really good idea for the guy who made the blimp. Like, who's going to get up here? The only way to get up here is a fucking cannon. Yeah. These weak pop ass ass scotches <laughs> aren't even going to get shot up here. So, yeah, I guess I should be abandoning logic a little bit quicker in this. Well, I mean, yeah, they're talking turtles and frogs and raccoons and they're friends and they're racist. I know, right? And they're very yeah. So, what happens next? And to to Sir Raleigh. Well, you get all the keys and stuff, and then you get shot up into his blimp, and you fight him. There's a boss fight against Sir Raleigh. And he turns into like a massive frog, right? Like yeah. he was a little normal-sized frog, and he just ballooned. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to blow up really big. Bloat. And then I'm going to crush you. And he's, well, frogs do that. Yeah. Well, they don't crush you, but... They could. They do get bigger, <laughs> like yeah. to, to look bigger for predators, but... um. And it's a typical platforming boss. Right. And uh, then uh, Margarita... What's her name? Carmelita. Carmelita. Why do I have Margarita? I don't know. That, that, I thought that was racist. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. We didn't even get to the newspaper headlines yet. That and that. This is nothing. Yeah, it's Carmelita Montoya Fox. Is it? Really? Yeah, I didn't hear the middle name. But uh, she arrives and in the cutscene, looking for you, and I guess she just settles for taking down another master criminal. Yeah. That she didn't even know was a criminal at the time? Like, she's just here? Well, she had the notes on them, so I assume they knew they were criminals. Because you steal them in the beginning. They knew they were criminals, they knew where they were, and were just, like, leaving them there? Yeah, like, why all of a sudden does she have a reason to yeah. arrest him? Yeah, and she's going up to slides more important than yeah, Rock, Sir Raleigh. Yeah, I thought their priorities were... Maybe it's just she's in the Sly Division. Uh, Maybe. 
maybe Sir Raleigh was in a different division than that. Yeah, the piracy or, division. Yeah, the piracy. so she's pissing off people. She's stepping on toes yeah, every yeah. time she takes one of these guys down. That's why they give her the sexist headlines. <laughs> Which, do we have them written down? I do. I, I, no, I, I assumed you would, so I didn't bother. Uh, the first one is hot chick with gun busts amphibious yuck mouth. <laughs> I do remember amphibious yuck mouth. Was a good I, one. A hot chick with gun. How about fucking decorated detective? Yeah. <laughs> takes down anthropomorphic. Well, I guess it's not weird. They're anthropomorphic in this universe. Takes down crime boss. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> hot chick with gun. I guess this is a pretty uh, misogynistic society we yeah. have going on in this. This. Yeah, they're okay with it. Who are we to fucking say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's me trying to put my worldview on them. I guess exactly. You're being very. Rude. You, you're correct in this situation, though, Papa Scotch. Oh God, I want to get that that little sound bite on a loop over and over because <laughs> <laughs> you say it so infrequently. Now we need buttons. Now I'm on the button. <laughs> On board with the button panel. It's my new text tone. <laughs> You're right, Papa Scotch. Like, yeah, damn right I am. But uh, where do we go after this? Who do we take Well, you down? vacation for a little bit in Europe, and then you head to Utah? Mesa City, Utah. Mesa City. For your next conquest. That was an interesting thing. It seemed every time they took down a guy, they took like a little, a little break for themselves. Like, saw the sights. Stole that's some good shit. for that's good for mental health. Well, yeah, but like if you just did a bunch of crime and you knew the cops were hot on your tail and you barely escaped and served up another criminal, would you hang out in that town for like? Well, a I don't of think days? they specifically hung out in Wales. I think I they, think they were waiting for the heat to blow over. You know, yeah. just why would they look for you right where the crime? You was? You can't go internationally hopping <laughs> right away. You have to wait. Well, first off, they're driving around a huge van with a. Satellite dish attached to the top. They should be pretty easy yeah. to find. From Wales to fucking Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta think, they had to boat that shit over. Yeah. Well, now that I guess they weren't afraid of getting taken down because there was no weather machine to crash their boat. Yeah. Boom. There it is. <laughs> you, you, you figured out the mystery behind Sly Cooper. All right, well, that does it for us today. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> but uh, you head towards Mesa City to... Your next person on your list is a guy named Mugshot, who's a... Mugshot with two Gs. Yeah. I thought I had two two Ts, too, but I could have been wrong. Maybe I wrote it down wrong. But he's a... They refer to Mesa City as a thriving American boomtown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they use that phrase, and when you go there, it's, like, completely empty. But And I was about to, like, light them up for that, but as soon as they get there, Bentley actually says, like, what's going on? Like, where are all the people? Like, this place looks deserted. And it's because Mugshot has become a huge gangster bulldog. Yeah, he's pretty much Biff from Back to the Future 2, right? Well, I don't know. Does Biff get made fun of when he was a kid? Of course he did. Okay, well, then I guess he's like <laughs> Biff. Well, he ran into a manure truck, like twice. Yeah. <laughs> His dad was always putting him down. In like the same three days. Like, that's, <laughs> that's a bummer. Like, Yeah, but when they show up to this town, they're like, where do you think he is? He's like... Oh, being a bulldog, he probably wants to live in a giant fire hydrant. Another species yeah, reference there. Yeah, what the there. fuck was up with that? Like, even yeah. humans, it's not like, hey, I want a huge house, and I want it to look exactly like a porcelain shitter. <laughs> like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, why would he want to live in a fucking fire hydrant? It'd be like us having, like, a home that looks like a portageon. Yeah. Yeah. Or urinal. 
<laughs> but the, but what what I think what Chump's lap is trying to say is they play it off as if like that's every dog's dream. <laughs> like oh <laughs> man, one day I'm, I'm gonna have a fucking huge farm. A like, huge gangster dope. dog. <laughs> Which is another question because why would you send all those paying customers away? Like, don't you want money and the power, and you need human beings or I guess other? Yeah, who are you gonna to... shake down if there's no one there? Exactly. It's just you and your bros. And at that point, are you even a criminal? You're just hanging out by yourself on a, in a, in a town you own. He's probably selling drugs. They never say that, though. Well, it's implied he's a gangster. I think, well, I think more of racketeering and stuff. I don't think of drug sales. Uh, well, the way the world looked. It's interesting they put gambling and a guy who runs a gambling a casino as a bad guy. <laughs> so, it's like, a gangster no stereotype. What. Everything else is stereotyped in this game. Well, they're illegal casinos. In Utah? Yeah, I guess they would be. Yeah. Well, and then there's a sequence, a fun sequence, where they try to mix up the gameplay here just from platforming. There's one where you're shooting like a rocket launcher at enemies to protect Murray. As he runs to get you a key. Right. And like, you're, sh- you're killing a lot of dogs. <laughs> like, you're straight up murdering them. Yeah. For what? For a key? <laughs> For a key to get your, your paper. Thieves Raccoonus bag, yeah. That's beyond... Thievery. I agree. And I also have a problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is also where we have our first sequence where Murray's like, I went to go get a snack and ended up in a race. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a cheeseburger this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what's what's the prize? Oh, key. <laughs> Fuck. Three times around the course, I can win a key. Why are these little dogs, why do they have one of the mugshot's treasure keys? Well, it's like the out. keys are the only thing of value in this society. Well, they're hiding all the they're hiding all, behind it. Yeah, they're hiding all the pages of the Thebus Raccoonus, which is apparently the only thing that matters to anybody in the city. <laughs> right, right. You don't and, find uh, any diamonds. There's gold coins just laying on the ground, but they have fucking pieces of stupid book and saves. Yeah, sense. and uh, this is... I also... I didn't understand it, but I kind of put it together as we were talking. Like, how does Carmelita know where you are, and I guess she's just guessing. Because oh, she knows maybe. where all the Fiendish Five are. Well, that makes much more sense. I didn't even I didn't even put that together. She just showed up randomly after all of your encounters, and I was like, well, there's got to be well, a reason here. Sometimes she catches she you in the place. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she has right. you bugged. Like, there's a tracking bug on you. Murray's probably a narc. He seems like the kind of guy who would. Yeah, there's a cut scene where he's like, they find out Murray's the narc and just tie him <laughs> to a chair and blow him up or something crazy <laughs> like that. Kneecap him. <laughs> well, I think maybe she has Bentley hacked too. Maybe, possibly. Although, like you said, the van isn't exactly <laughs> subtle. Yeah, exactly. There's not thousands of them driving around. It's got a big. Doesn't have your face painted on the side. I think it does. He's really into branding for someone who wants to sneak in places, steal stuff, and leave without being detected. <laughs> Which interesting choice. Not my way. They could just, just, uh, you know, they could just make a list of all the crimes you've committed. (laughs) We we learned this in Home Alone, the wet bandits. They knew every single house they hit because they left the calling card. If there's anything this podcast does, it teaches children how to do better crimes. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. Don't be stupid. That's when people just want the notoriety and not the, they're not thieving for thieving's sake. They're not in love with the game. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right. You're right. 
you are absolutely right, scientist. <laughs> See, now we got one for you. So what happens that you get into the boss fight here? Yeah, I have to get the keys and stuff. You open it up. And he's a huge bulldog with arms that are longer than the rest of his body. Which is kind of weird. This is a stupid fight where you just... Yeah, to turn the, like, the, turn the mirrors on yeah. him. Not exactly oh, sure. Oh, that's with right. Is he allergic to sunlight? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. And then he loses his gun. He's like, oh, I got to get my other gun. And so he goes... Yeah, it's a... yeah, he just changes levels, right? Like he goes yeah. upstairs and... You have to put more mirrors on. I don't. I didn't another, quite understand. Another simple platforming boss. Yeah, Let's just say it that way. Then you catch him. You catch him. You don't kill him. No. Nope. And then he's like, "Oh, wait till you run into Ms. Ruby." <laughs> oh, forget I said anything. Again, you leave him like tied up for Carmelita, even though you know you just killed a bunch of his bros. <laughs> Maybe he just knocked them all out. I like when he's like, "You come With in a here after stealing my stuff." <laughs> But uh, then that's where we get our second headline, which is Hot Stuff with a Badge Collars Canine Criminal. <laughs> Ooh, it is some hot uh, stuff with a badge. Why is she dressed so sexy then, huh? Just come on. <laughs> so she was asking for it is what you're saying? In a furry kind of way. In a furry kind of way. Yeah, that's probably, uh, let's not even, let's just not touch that part. All right, so where do we go after that? <laughs> let's just, yeah. Then after you're uh, hanging out in the United States for a while, you head to Haiti to find Miss Ruby, who I'm not exactly sure is committing any crimes. She's kind of just like hanging out in Haiti. Oh, she's uh, the crimes she was committing was raising the dead, I think. <laughs> I think oh, that's, that's a crime they, now? they say that. Well, no, she, she raises the army of ghosts to terrorize the people who rejected her as a child. So she that's, is that's illegal terrorizing now? people. She's well, the ghosts are terrorizing people. Right. I guess I that would be asked. a hard one to pin on somebody. It's the perfect crime. You just summon ghosts to do your bidding. Yeah. I mean, how do you prove that in a court of law? Have her fucking talk. She <laughs> had the worst, worst oh. fake ass accent. Yeah, it's pretty and, and it was it's pretty, pretty rough. Racist too. Yeah, it was super racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's an alligator too. Yeah. Fat alligator. Do we need to connect anymore? I think we're good with our racism. Yeah, so after Ms. Ruby, <laughs> which is all just like fucking press buttons. Yeah, rhythm type boss. Yeah, I didn't like that. I do like the chickens dancing around, though. I was entertained by them. <laughs> that was pretty good. There's also a section in here where you have to light torches by running over piranhas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, you need the oil from the piranhas. Yeah, to, to fuel your flamethrower. Oh, okay. Are piranhas known for their oil? Uh, in Haiti, yeah, I they're guess. like sardines. In Haiti, they're fucking oily fish. <laughs> okay. hey, don't you watch Futurama? <laughs> I guess I'm the asshole because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't come correct with my fish oil knowledge. <laughs> you ever squeeze a piranha? You know how much oil you get out of those? <laughs> they're like sponges. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, and then Bentley also in the beginning of this mission tried to bail. Yeah, because he's scared of ghosts. Yeah, so what's that? There's a lot of mold here. Oh, oh. Typical turtle. <laughs> Classic <laughs> scaredy turtle. No, that would have been like his place, though. Yeah, like, it it's is. a swamp. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a good point. Maybe he's a sea turtle. Maybe he wanted to be like, yeah, you go do this. I'm going to fucking just chill out in the swamp. <laughs> and the whole boss fight is just like a rhythm game 
type. It's like QTEs. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like it was really long, too. Yeah, it was unnecessary. It was like half the fucking cutscene movie. <laughs> yeah. And again, you get more powers from the pages you recover mm-hmm. that the boss does not use at all. Yeah, this is the one where I think you get inv- invisibility. You get invisibility. L- no, yeah, you do get it here from your ancestor's sly tongue common. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you all have stupid slide? Why or Coopers? Slide told Cooper and. And don't you it? think like? No wonder they're master thieves. They can fucking disappear. <laughs> like I'd be awesome at thieving if I was invisible. Yeah. Why did his dad die? Why didn't he just become invisible? Well, he was trying to fight all five of the fiendish five at once. Well, they could have become they invisible. caught him off guard. Uh, I guess. Probably had his socks on in a recliner. Probably couldn't even hit seat or hit circle that yeah. fast. <laughs> When you get older, you can't hit the circle that fast to jump on the platforms. But anyway, We've all we get there. our next extremely inappropriate headline. <laughs> Latin hottie busts big bad voodoo mama. Oh, <laughs> that's twice. A double dose wow. of racism there. Or sexism. Kind of Sexism that one on and then racism. Yeah. It's both. It's okay. Latin, <laughs> Latin hottie. Latin hottie. They're just flaunting it now. They're like, no, it's okay if you're racist and you make it animals. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait, wait, whoa. We're not just racist, we're sexist too. <laughs> this is a fox. You can't be sexist against a fox. <laughs> whoa. Now who's species? I'm not too into the whole anime scene. If you people out there are, that's awesome. But there's a subsection called lollies. Are you aware of this? Like lollipop? It's like no, like Lolita. Oh, it's that's like, disgusting. Yeah, it's gro- It's like these little children that are like between ten and fourteen, and people are taking them as their waifus, and it's like no, it's fine because it's actually a five hundred year old vampire <laughs> that just that just looks like a child. Well, yeah, it's like uh, what's her name in Interview with a Vampire? Yeah, exactly. Conceptually, it's the same thing, and yeah. it's like. No, that seems like a loophole to fuck some kids, and that's Kirsten inappropriate. Dunst? Kirsten Dunst? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's just a loophole to fuck some kids. <laughs> so I'm not saying you should arrest those people. I'm saying you should. We should keep an eye on them. Yeah, they should definitely be on a list. Yeah, definitely above the Flat Earthers. Oh, yeah, they're way more dangerous. The Flat Earthers are just stupid. So <laughs> I wonder what the fucking Venn diagram of that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an interesting find. Well, we'll get some data. How about, you know what? People write in if you're a fan of lollies or flat earthers, or if you're both, or if you're both. Yeah, let's get yeah. a survey going. Uh, so after after this after horrible this display jungle. of racism, where, where do we where do we go? We head to China, Kunlun Mountains of China, to take on the Panda King. Is that real? Are there actually Kunlun Mountains? I in thought China? that's where uh, Iron Fist went to get his teachings. And right, that's how I knew that name. Maybe they are real, or maybe it's just a mythical thing. I don't know. You, I didn't look it up before this, but you go. He's a demolitions expert. Oh yeah, his background story is awesome. He just tries to make fucking fireworks. Yeah, he tries to make fireworks, and the the rich people won't buy it for him. Yeah, they're like fuck you, you're poor looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you poor piece of shit. I don't care how great your fireworks are, which is, that's a sentence I never thought I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) 
quote you on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's another one for the the sound bites. But uh, the Kunlun Mountains are real. They're one of the longest mountain range chains in Asia, extending more than 3,000 kilometers. Huh. They are south of, oh, I don't know how to pronounce that country. China? <laughs> but yeah, that's where you head to China in Panda King's uh, selling avalanche insurance, but causing the avalanches. So I guess it's insurance fraud that he's into. And demolitions. And killing people. Well, yeah, yeah straight up murdering towns. Yeah, he's just <laughs> killing entire towns. Well, he lets them know it's coming. No, oh, does he? Well, how else is he going to shake them down for money? That doesn't make it okay. <laughs> I thought he was just selling it to people and then, oh, you didn't want it? Boom, your whole town goes. Well, yeah, then you know ahead of time. So that's just to like, as an example to other towns. <laughs> like, look what happened in that one. Nobody bought insurance. It's a damn shame. Isn't it crazy how that happens? It's like uh, <laughs> protection money. That yeah, you pay yeah for the that's mom. what it seems like. And, of course, Panda King's in China, of course. Yeah, and he speaks in broken English. Yeah. With his fireworks <laughs> based threats. Yeah. This, it, is, this is also the second time where Murray goes for ice cream and ends up in a uh, street race. Right, and you have to cover him with another rocket launcher. Yeah. Murray's fucking this place up. Like, it's not... Why do, it's like, why do we bring Murray? It's not hard to just sit in the car. Yeah. What is Murray? Is he a hippo? Yeah, he's a hippo. A pink hippo. All right. So not only are <laughs> animals. I just have in my notes, he needed to go grab. Murray again goes to grab a snack and again has to race for a key. And then I wrote in my notes, fucking classic Murray. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. He's good for one thing. It's. Eating. Eating and getting in races. Well, that's the second thing. If he's going. Oh, yeah. During the boss fight, Panda King also brings up some uh, pretty good points when he's like, hey, I don't know how you're any different from me. You're a thief. Like, we're yeah. both scumbag criminals. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's your deal? And then Sly really high roads him, like, hard. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I don't kill entire fucking towns. Yeah, well. Well, he does. Yes. He destroyed a lot of Mesa City. Fair enough. It's just he's so self-righteous about it. It kind of it bothered me. Yeah. It actually bothered me. I wrote seriously, "fuck him." <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not like you. I'm honorable in my crimes. Like oh know. yeah, this is where he's like, I don't fucking steal from regular people. I only steal from criminals who are regular people. Right? Who are they're regular people who are committing crimes, and Sly is a criminal stealing from regular people committing crimes. Yes, it's very self righteous. I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> but uh, what happened in this boss fight? How? Which one did this? Uh, he's guy? just like jumping around and hitting him. It's kind of it seems like the easiest boss out of all of them. You just have to run up and hit him, and then he like tries to pound the ground. Oh and, yeah, it did seem really easy. And then you beat him. Is, in this game, did you get like, did you die if you got hit once? Yeah, type thing. Okay. Unless you found one of those charms, then it you gave get you a extra charm, hit. and then you can get hit twice. All yeah, right. I was gonna say it did seem pretty easy. Yeah, Especially every if other there were multiple criminals. hits. Every other enemy was just like one hit and they were dead. So I was like, oh. And then we get led to our next horrible hot headline. <laughs> this is also the part where she says, shut up, Ringtail. But oh, is that where that's Because I wrote it down here. I was like, shut up, Ringtail. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. Not to be outdone by the headline, hot Latin spitfire puts fiery <laughs> panda on ice. <laughs> <laughs> and they misspelled fiery, which I thought was pretty funny. What, F-I-R-Y? <laughs> They, spell, they spelled it F-R-I-E-Y. That's how you spell fiery. 
F-I-E. F-I-E-R-Y. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire, yeah, no. yeah. They just put a Y at the end of fire, and that's how I spell <laughs> Where do we go after we messed up the Panda King? Yeah, because the Panda King doesn't tell you who it is. This is when he figures it out, right? Yeah. He's looking at all he the... He looks at all the pictures and sees the owl in the background. And you go to the Russian volcano, volcanic mountains to find clockwork. Who's a big mechanical owl. Did, was Clockwork one of the Fiendish Five? Like, did you know to get him or? Well, you didn't know where he was, but you think you piece it together. And, yeah. Oh, okay. And then there's like something from the Panda King they find and they like, you can only get it at this place. So they know that's where Clockwork is. Oh, from like the volcano, which we get another volcano layer. Yeah. Which and that's you, our second volcano layer, I believe. Trick out your van. And, uh, and he's an, He's a mechanic, mechanical owl? Yeah. Who's thousands of years old, you find out. He's had a vendetta against the Cooper clan since time began. He's like Apocalypse, but an owl. Why didn't he kill him before they had all the powers? <laughs> he says that. He's like, why, why didn't you kill me when I was a kid? And he says, I wanted to prove to everybody that you needed the book to be powerful or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, he'd be but nothing what, without the book. But he's been around forever. How come he couldn't kill him, kill the other guys? I don't know. I guess they were so much better than him. So it was like a social experiment. He's like, let's see if this guy becomes a great thief without yeah, his stupid. Yeah. Well, he wanted to prove he wouldn't be a great thief without the book. But he's just fucking with him, pretty much. Yeah, and then you go through his. La- well, first you have to save Carmelita because apparently Clockwork kidnaps Carmelita. Yeah, how'd she get there first? All of a sudden, I guess it's just for convenient storytelling. Well, I think Clockwork captured her. Yeah, Clockwork takes her and puts her in a fucking cage covered by lava or something there had to be time where they were getting their van ready so in that time clockwork could have grabbed carmelita yeah like the time the little hiatus he takes after his boss fight well they do they he says the pages make them trick out their van because they have to drive through a stupid driving level to get to clockwork is there i missed that i think he says something about that but because there, there are driving sequences, right? They weren't in the cutscene movie I saw, but they yeah, do exist. I believe so, yes. It's been a while yeah. since I played it. but, but so Carmelita's captured, and they go through like a back and forth where she... they. It's weird because they play it as if they have a rapport and it's like a cat and mouse game. But then in this sequence, you save her, and she's like, oh, I thought you were just going to leave. I, I was wrong about you. Yeah. Which seems odd. Yeah, like, oh, you did save my life. We'll work together now. For now. But she's, like, gen- genuinely confused yeah. as to why Sly would help her. Well, you are a criminal piece of shit. So exactly. it's not like... Yeah, but you've had multiple chances to snap her fucking neck. And you <laughs> haven't. And she's got her shotgun to th- shoot That's you. very with. true. Little electric pistol? is The, the shotgun. Oh, the shotgun. I got you. I thought you said shotgun. I was like, what? Could be a pirate shotgun. We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So those bullets won't kill you, though. It's just to stun you. Yeah, to arrest you. Yeah. Taser. Non-lethal. Now, I have my notes, but I don't remember this happening, that Sly tries to save her, then he gets gassed, and Bentley was able to save him? Yeah, Bentley hacks in to save them somehow. Okay. Oh, yeah. He He goes into the room that she's being kept in. And then it just fills with gas, and then Bentley hacks into it to stop the gas so you can regain consciousness. And then you break Carmelita out, and she tells you that uh, 
her jetpacks at this place and you can go use that to fight clot work. Yeah, I left my jetpack up on the top of this mountain. Yeah. <laughs> go grab it. Just my standard issue detective jetpack. Yeah. Doesn't she steal your your claw thing? Oh, maybe your and cane. chuck it. Yeah, your cane. And you're like, hey, that was my that was my granddaddy's cane. So then you go to fight clockwork, and I just I have in my notes clockwork dumps his purse out, and uh, he tells him that he the reason he did it was because he was jealous of the Cooper clan. What's this whole backstory, scientist? Well, yeah, you just told it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole reason he's killed his father is because he was jealous. Yeah. Uh, and he, I guess, years. recruited the fiendish five to take on. Yeah, the and steal the Thievius Raccoonus. Why did he need the other four to steal the fucking book? And why didn't he just take the whole thing? I don't know. Yeah. It's not one of Maybe that's why they each took a fifth of it in case one of them fell. He wouldn't have the whole book. Yeah. Yep. That's why. Totally makes sense now. I'll buy that. Yeah, that works. But this is also where uh, Slice, like, ah. I got you. I got the last laugh because you don't need the book to make a great thief. You need a it's thief. great thieves yeah. who make the book. <laughs> yeah. some, some nonsense like that. Like the book. Self-righteous the whole bullshit. Thing, right. Like the whole reason you're going and attacking all these people is to get your book back, which has a lot of sentimental value. And at the end, you're like, you know what? I never really needed it anyway. The fuck he didn't. The book <laughs> has anti-gravity spells in it and shit. <laughs> and you and like time manipulation. Yeah. You can that. freeze time. You can become invisible. You can jump over bottomless pits. You can breathe underwater. Of course you need that stuff, fucking man. book. <laughs> so we're just... So Sly's full of shit is what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't have got to where he was without the book. He's yeah. a liar. How many times do you have to jump on a little point and have to press the circle button? Exactly. Right. Fucking cocky son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ringtail asshole. <laughs> oh, oh, watch it. No R words. Come on. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, and then how does this boss fight go? I just remember fighting a robot. Yeah, you're flying around in... Uh... The jetpack and like shooting him with some, I don't know I don't with a gun maybe. Oh, does she give you the shotgun? Shock gun? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember he dies and it falls in the lava. Yeah, that's basically. It. And she says, "I'll give you five, ten sec- seconds, ten seconds, head start before I arrest you." And then he gives her a big smooch and handcuffs her to the railing. After he counts down himself like a cocky fucking <laughs> asshole. Yeah, right. And he's so he forcibly, well, he forces himself on her. Yeah, it's assault. Ties her to a volcano island, or I guess handcuffs her to a railing on a volcano island, and just leaves. <laughs> yeah. She wanted it. She wanted it. Wow. <laughs> she did. What else am I supposed to make of those fucking little hearts and shit that popped out of her head. <laughs> That's true. Didn't. So basically what we're saying is if you force yourself on a woman, it's totally cool if they like it. <laughs> I'm not saying well, that. Well, if you put it that way. <laughs> that seems... To, that's, that's what Chumslap was saying. Well, that's the way Latino foxes like it. Oh, Latino foxes? <laughs> All right, you might want we're to We're going to get letters... <laughs> I don't think so. Nah, just, You'll have to hear it just first. Kidding. 
I mean, they'll they'll be like, I can't believe they probably overblew this whole racism thing. I'm gonna probably play the game and check it. No, nope, nope, <laughs> no, right. it's totally sexist and racist. Yep. What's the last that's, headline? That's it. There's no other headlines. Yeah, and then oh. goes through. Oh, I've become a. I've earned my master thieving status. Lots to do, and then it goes to the end. And clockwork opens an eye. Whoa, he's not dead. Basically, bum, the whole bum, game. Bum. Come back for number two. And then is this another game where you have all these magical OP powers and then something happens in the beginning of the next sequel and then you lose all your powers and have to get them back or some bullshit like that? I don't remember. I yeah. think, think you start with most of those powers. Because at the end of this one, he's like, it's time for me to add to this book. Yeah. So like you figure shit out in the next one, maybe? You figure out how to fly? Who else? What else is there? I mean, you got everything else you need. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can already manipulate time and be invisible. And you've got a hacker and a shitty driver on your team. I'm pretty sure you can. Any anti-gravity spell. Invisibility. It's amazing. Well, uh, that takes us to... The end. (laughs) The end, yeah. Let's... What are... Do we have any other thoughts? I I did read that there was supposed to be a movie. A Sly Cooper movie. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, what happened with that? I don't know. I don't think they ever made it. It's supposed to be like 2016 is what I saw, but... Yeah, there was like a trailer and everything. And it it got shelved, I guess. Got but, shit canned. Uh, it was too racist. Probably. probably that would be. That'd be. <laughs> They're like, we can't show all this hardcore nudity and this racism. So you're just trying to like slowly introduce children into casual racism and furry. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's what this game's about. Yeah. I wish there was a credited writer, and I could have been like, ah, that's the guy. That's the one. But no, that guy no right credited there. Writer. Probably too much shame. Why he took his name off it or her name off it? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was another interesting thing I I saw is Panda King was shit on by the rich, so he wanted to get revenge. Mugshot was made fun of his whole life, so he got huge and wanted to get revenge. Uh, what's her name? The voodoo priestess, Ruby. Yeah. Was shit on as a kid and wanted to get revenge. It seems like that's the prevailing theme of all the bad guys. But the guy who wrote it was shit on as a kid and wanted yeah. to get revenge. <laughs> it has to be. If that's you get what bullied I was as a to. kid, you're going to turn into a master criminal. Well, I mean, Sly was shit on as a kid and he got revenge. Yeah. So that's, that's a good about. point. So he is just like them. <laughs> but he's honorable, guys. Yeah. He's <laughs> oh, yeah, honorable yeah. I believe it's the second one is subtitled Honor Among Thieves. Of course. Or something among thieves. Honor among thieves might be uncharted, but I think it's thieves some thieves honor. Whatever. Something stupid. We'll worry about it when we get to that. Yeah. So basically then what we can gather from this is the only objectively good character is Carmelita, right? Yes. What's wrong with Murray? (laughs) (laughs) Well he does Oh, besides being us. A, a getaway driver, yeah, okay. <laughs> a, getaway, a criminal, yeah. I mean, he's had had all these murders, and he's fine with like bad guys getting blown up directly in front of him. Yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. It's also it's kind of the story of Batman too, isn't it? Like they're in an orphanage, and the parents are killed in front of them, and well, except Batman's rich. That's true. Well, these well, guys don't seem hurt up for money. Well, they've been stealing a lot. Yeah, they they thieve all the across the world. Okay, a lot like Carmen San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Uh, you guys have any final thoughts you want to add to this game? No, not nah, at all. It looked like a decent game. Not my cup of tea, but... Yeah, I'm not a big stealth action kind of guy. I mean, I've seen plays better than stealth games. 
honest to God, plays. But my, I might <laughs> I might play it if I had nothing else to play. But it wasn't bad, I remember. Aside from the misogyny, sexism, and racism. Speciesism. Speciesism. Uh, aside from all that, did you feel the story worked for you, scientists? Eh, yeah. It was better than most of the stories we've talked about. I like the interesting backstories for all the guys and fourth wall breaking. Yeah, they did like a pretty decent job of filling out the world and giving characters motivations, even though, you know, I don't think they were super justified in their motivations, but they had them nonetheless. Yeah, they're criminals. I mean, yeah, they don't need to be that justified. Right, but they all wanted revenge. Yeah. True. And one person got it and four people didn't. Five. Well, do we count the soulless mechanical owl as a person? Well, I think that's a racist question. Is it? <laughs> was it is that the line that yeah. I find the line? You're saying he's soulless. I assumed at one time he was alive. Well, like a, a flesh and blood owl. Well, are robots not alive? No. Uh, go watch some Star Trek. Love, death, and robots and get back to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll table this discussion for now. Maybe we'll make a very We'll have an episode. entire a podcast dedicated to when robots get souls. <laughs> The ethics of... It's not when the heart starts beating. <laughs> Jesus. The robot heartbeat law. Yeah. Ro- the beep? Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Chum Slap? What were your thoughts on the story? Did it work for you? I thought it was all right. It was, it was enough to propel the gameplay forward and made it... It looked like a short-ass game. I think most of the playthroughs were around three and a half hours. Yeah, I saw a speed run for like under an hour. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, they skipped a lot too. They did like out of bounds stuff. I mean, it's something I'll just pop in one day and beat in an afternoon. But I doubt I'll play it. <laughs> no, me neither. I, I, it was, I know I played it. Like I played it and got the platinum when it came out for PS3. But watching the cutscene movie, I remember like the beginning in Paris and that's it. I don't remember any of the other. It's the only part I remember. I remember the end with clockwork too. But Yeah, you probably just skipped that. through it. It's all just numb story to propel you along. Right. It's basically like, I'll listen to this as long as it takes for the next level to load. And then we'll move on. That brings us to our final segment, which is stupid quotes. Shut up, Ringtail. That's my favorite. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I can't believe I missed that. How do I not have that? I, <laughs> I, I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. And like, I could have filled this entire section with just stupid shit Bentley says. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have one quote, and it's from Bentley. I think it's I think it's going to be the one here. Well, you go first. What's your Bentley quote? <laughs> this is when he figures out one of the codes. He's like, well, you need an IQ of at least 140 to figure this one out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that that's actually not one of the two I had. Ah, uh, yeah. Good job, excellent, and it is ridiculous because <laughs> he's he's one of the. It's, Bentley seems like one of those people that is legitimately a smart person, very intelligent, but also an asshole about it. Yeah, yeah. He brags way too much about it. He reminds me of I don't know if you know who he is, but Stinky D. I thought you were gonna say. Well, I was trying to say not people's <laughs> names, but do you remember Stinky D? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he reminds yeah, me of. Yeah, kind of. He reminds me exactly like him. Yeah. I could see Bentley kicking me out of his party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Stinky D. Stop throwing the light bulbs. I don't know if you washer. know who he is. <laughs> Chumps. I don't. I don't. But uh, 
that's fine. We probably shouldn't say their name. No, I'm not going to beep out that other one that yeah. <laughs> there. <laughs> Just, uh, we don't want to get sued. Well, yeah, true. He got the name Stinky D because his mom said, if you don't start taking showers, I'm going to think you take them with me. And this was like in 11th grade. <laughs> whoa. whoa. So, <laughs> Did she say this just to him or was well, it like in front of his friends? Oh, I was there. It was like five of us there. <laughs> you were there for the, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. pretty good. But then we, from then on, we called him Stinky D. <laughs> and he was a dick from then on. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, he's exactly like Bentley. Yeah, I could see that. Well, Bentley also says, well, he has one quote where he's actually kind of been admiring that. He's like, whoever thought this code up knew what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> you do a great Bentley voice. Yeah. It's pretty, I didn't, okay, let me try to do this next one in Bentley's voice. <laughs> All right. Good thing I know Navajo code talk. <laughs> try five, three, two. They're perfect. You should do the voice for the movie. Fucking nailed it. Uh, Sucker Punch Studios, call me. <laughs> send, send an email to plottytime at gmail.com. Let's get this thing started. Well, I don't know. What... Yeah, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> that was not even close. There's a moment where sure. Mugshot says, or, they, you know, the the boss fight and is trying... The boss and Sly are yelling at each other before the fight, talking smack, and he says, and believe you me, you don't want to be you. <laughs> Who says that? Mugshot? Because you kind of said it in Bentley's voice. No, it's definitely Mugshot. Sorry, I, I just have the one voice. But uh, okay. Mugshot was selling it. Something, there was a preface to it, like, if you do that, like, I wouldn't want to be you, and believe you me, you don't want to be you. Or it's, it's very confusing. It's like garbage word salad. That's why I took well, note of Mugshot it. Mugshot wasn't very bright. Oh, he was the best. And uh, there's Sly's quote, I'm proud to be a thief. <laughs> Which, I don't know about that guy. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's not something you'd say out loud. But uh, also I had the last quote is the one I mentioned earlier, but I wrote it down. The thievious raccoonist doesn't create great thieves. <laughs> it takes great thieves to create the thievious raccoonist. Yeah, that was kind of lame. Yeah, I agree. Pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> Any other closing thoughts, ideas? No, I'm good. Story wasn't too bad. I wonder how much Rule Thirty Four shit there is out. Oh, don't even. Why did you bring that up? <laughs> Probably we have to get much. into what's porn talk again. No, we know. <laughs> well, let's just let's move on. So that takes us to one of our favorite two segments of every episode. <laughs> <laughs> our but our number one favorite segment: scientists' lock of the week. Every week, scientists gives us a sure thing bet. This week, scientists, who do you got? Uh, I got the San Diego Gulls over the Springfield Thunderbirds. <laughs> <laughs> was that the Thunderbird or the Gull? Uh, the Gull. Yeah, it was a, it was a chicken? Was that a, or a uh, It sounded more uh, like a crow. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, what sport are we talking about here? Hockey. AHL. Uh, yeah. What's the, what's the spread? One and a half. Ooh. It's a tight one. Yeah. But you're saying the goals got it this week? Yeah, yeah, they got it. They're easy cover. Okay, you heard it here first. That is an absolute lock. Uh, put all your money on it. <laughs> well, How does it get your, worse every week? <laughs> sell your house, sell your family, sell your money. Put it all in this game right now. Sell your kids. Guaranteed pick. And then we'll just go ahead and slide on over to our favorite segment ever. 
which is Chump Slap's recommendation window, where every weekend we ask Chump Slap to give us a good recommendation based on his life and experience. This week, we are asking Chump Slap, Chump Slap, what is the number one Saturday morning cartoon, either historically or current? Wow. Um, Saturday morning cartoons? I'm going to go with Darkwing Duck. Oh, good one. I, was that I don't excellent. know if it was Saturday morning, but it was, it was a cartoon. And it was good. Solid. Did Darkwing Duck cross over into Scrooge McDuck? Well, I forget. Yes. Was that its own Launchpad show? Launchpad was in both, I believe. No, Tailspin. I think Tailspin. it crossed yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because Tailspin was definitely a Saturday morning, right? I don't yes. Remember. It was definitely a morning. Yeah, and yes, Darkwing absolutely. Duck had the best enemies. Like the broccoli head guy. I can't remember his name. Yeah, he was awesome. He's and no the, chair head chip in Elba. And the liquidator. <laughs> the liquid. And the clown who turned into but i don't know what you but they had like another group kind of like the fiendish five yeah but i don't remember what they were you remember a lot about that cartoon had a boy all i know is that they they when there's trouble you call dw oh i know the whole thing (laughs) cloud of smoke and he appears (laughs) (laughs) master of the skies all right but yeah darkwing duck it is that's my choice. That's good. That's good you heard it here good first. Darkwing Duck, sell your money, put it all on Darkwing Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Megavolt, I think was the, the yeah. electric guys. Yeah. So uh, yeah. that about does it for us for this week. Scientists, why don't you uh, tell everybody where they can find us? At Plotty Time on Twitter and Instagram and Plotty Time at gmail.com, which you already mentioned to the Sucker Punch reps. It's Plotty Time at all the things, except for Facebook. Yeah, we're never going to have a Facebook. No, fuck them. Fuck them. Well, uh, that's, that does it for us, so uh, we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Peace. Bye.